Two episodes ago, we had a conversation about WordPress that received a great deal of positive feedback and questions, and it revealed just how predominant WordPress is in the commercial web space. But it also showed that there is much about it that is unknown to many decision makers in the B2B community. For example, there are companies and web providers whose expertise with the WordPress platform help commercial customers, large, medium, and small businesses, to use it as their primary point of connection with their customers, suppliers, and everyone else using and supporting the WordPress toolkit. So we felt we should delve into this world just a little bit deeper. For this episode of the Clouds Weeks podcast, I had the pleasure of chatting with TJ Dankliffs, who is product owner at the hosting automation platform cPanel.net, as well as Angelo Jeffrida, who is CEO at Ventra IP Australia, a web hosting company based in Melbourne. I started by asking TJ from cPanel what it means to be a product owner, specifically in relation to WordPress and, of course, to the companies that use it. Uh, it is from the agile methodology of project management, uh, and so it's I'm, I'm very similar to a product manager at cPanel, uh, and I have a large involvement in uh, discussing the product with customers uh, like Angelo and his team on the call here. Uh, but at cPanel, we have multiple product owners, and so we each have our own kind of separate areas of responsibility, uh, and, and one of mine is WordPress Toolkit, which we're discussing today. As a toolkit, as part of the WordPress community, what do you do? I mean, WordPress is such a large and diverse product. And even though it's one of the biggest positions on the internet, it's still little understood by a lot of people beyond an easy place to set up a blog. So give us some context in terms of the scope of WordPress, perhaps, and your role within it. Sure. So as you mentioned, WordPress has been around for a really long time. I remember building my first site on it many, many, many years ago. Uh, right now, it's continuing to grow very, very rapidly in terms of usage on the internet. We're seeing around 41% of all sites that are on the internet are based in WordPress. Mm -hmm. And so this means that there's just huge demand from the audience to and the users to to have better tools to equip themselves with when they're building their sites. They need better things like managing clones of their sites, uh, but better security. Uh, and that's what WordPress Toolkit is really coming in to help provide. It's to make sure that they have what they need kind of just going on in the background so that they can focus on the development of their site and not have to worry about a lot of those other things. And if I was a WordPress owner, I mean, how do I access what you provide? What's the steps for blending these two things together? So WordPress Toolkit is available on cPanel. Uh, and if you're not familiar with what cPanel is, it's a combined product that we refer to as cPanel and WHM. It's something that you can install on a, uh, a server. It's meant for web hosting providers. So uh, companies like Venture IP uh, use it on their servers. And uh, basically, there's two sides of the product. There's the WHM side, which is web host manager made for the administration. Uh, and then there's the cPanel side, which is the control panel meant for the, the web developer. And that's and actually on both sides, you'll find WordPress toolkit from different aspects. But the, the main user of WordPress toolkit is going to be on that cPanel side where they're managing their domains and their sites and their databases and all these things. So just before we bring in Angelo as the customer, what differentiates you from the competitors? Why should I be interested in WordPress toolkit specifically? There's some good history in WordPress Toolkit where the developers did a lot of research on the security trends in the market, as well as how the current competitors are doing things such as cloning. Cloning is a very, very high demand feature. A lot of the competitors do have it. We're always looking for ways to make it faster and more reliable. And we're actually releasing a new way just uh, to, to do that. Uh, we also have tools such as Smart Updates, which 
run different checks on your site before performing updates so that your site can one, stay up to date so it doesn't become vulnerable. Uh, but two, during that update process doesn't ever get pulled down because something on that or with that update could cause a plugin to break or or some type of widget on your site to start to malfunction. So it's going to run those checks as it's applying the updates. And it's become a really popular tool because we want hands-free updates really from our customers and our hosting providers want that too, because that's hopefully less support tickets for them. Less sites uh, going down means uh, everyone's happy. What is the purpose of cloning anyway? Right. That's a great question. Uh, So when you're developing a site um, and you get it to a production-ready state, your site's live, people can come in and visit, you're often going to need to make changes to that site, whether they're they're small changes or they're big overhauls to your site or you're launching maybe a new portion of your site like a store. And so by cloning your site, you have this hidden version of your site that you can continually work on and test while your production version is ready and, and or sorry, is, uh, is live. And once your clone and your development cycle is complete, you can push those changes to your production site. Uh, you know, everything goes smoothly and, and your customers now see your new site. That puts cPanel and the WordPress toolkit in the perspective of the WordPress world, really pulling WordPress in alongside the big players, the hosted sites that most corporate managers are going to gravitate to naturally. So one thing that we're seeing a lot with the growth of WordPress is when we see the market that it's taking is it's actually pulling away from the custom development of sites. So we're seeing these other smaller ones growing at a a slower rate, but we're seeing WordPress really starting to absorb all those high-end custom development sites because of its just diversity and its background. It has a huge community. That community supports the variety of things from the WordPress product itself, as well as plugins and all the different types of extensions that you can add to it. So if there's a need to do something with a WordPress site, there's likely the case that someone's already built something for it. And you can find that and use it with your own site. And so I think that's one of the reasons really that it's growing in popularity is it's it's community driven and it's well established for many, many years now. So it has all of these issues already addressed. Next up, Angelo Jafrida, CEO at Ventra IP Australia. I started by asking him what Ventra IP offers. Yeah, sure. We we are uh, Australia's largest privately owned web hosting provider. So essentially what we do um, in the Australian market really is focus, is kind of provide that platform for for website owners to essentially publish their websites. Um, so we're essentially, yeah, I, I suppose the, the, the easiest way to describe us is kind of just, <laughs> I really don't know. There's no real easy way to describe. We kind of provide the platform, the the a web host, uh, a web hosting provider, and an infrastructure provider that kind of makes it easy for those end users to to get their website and services online. When it comes to working them with WordPress community at large, is this a, a big thing in Australia? Do you have a lot of WordCamps and meetups there? Yes, yes, yes. WordCamp, WordPress is huge in Australia across our infrastructure. Overall, um, the WordPress toolkit is fairly new for cPanel. Um, beforehand, it existed in a couple of other platforms that we explored as well. But um, in the time, even still, we're we're twelve, thirteen years old. So we've seen we've seen the rise of WordPress websites um, across our infrastructure. And even now, there is I think I, I think our last stat was something around seventy three percent of the websites that we actually host are WordPress websites. Um, lo and behold, whether the end users know it's actually WordPress or not is you know. I, I don't know. A lot of people just gravitate towards WordPress. It's it's come from a you know a blogging platform to something that's a lot more extravagant um, and usable now. So around that, in those in that time, the whole community around WordPress is also built. There's a lot of WordCamp meetups, um, and there's a lot of uh, a lot of very passionate and 
and dedicated developers and, and even boutique agencies that build websites for clients that are building them on the WordPress stack because it is so flexible um, and it is so functional uh, for them to achieve what they need to achieve and their end clients can then essentially you know, get into that, that CMS backend and make content changes without having to engage agencies. And that's, I think, where a lot of that whole digital agencies moving in Australia specifically, which is why this community has kind of grown from nothing to, to really flourished in the last couple of years. So, yeah, there's definitely a lot of WordCamps that are on. Hosting for the Clouds Weeks podcast is brought to you by ISC Squared, the world's largest nonprofit association of certified cybersecurity professionals. ISC Squared's membership of more than 150,000 is made up of certified cyber, information, software, and infrastructure security professionals who are making a difference in helping to advance the industry. ISC Squared offers a portfolio of credentials that are part of a holistic, programmatic approach to cybersecurity. Visit isc2.org to continue your journey and get certified today. I'm seeing like an increasing sophistication here of building and developing websites and web presence that, that WordPress obviously fits nicely and neatly into. So looking back over the last horrible, crazy year, how what, what did 2020 do to your hosting business? Did this lead to an increased demand for WordPress hosting as more and more people moved online? 2020 is, <laughs> is definitely an interesting year. I would never have been able to forecast it. I know that when we first, we kind of a little bit sheltered in Australia from coronavirus. We got the effects of it probably towards April. Um, and now we're essentially uh, COVID free. So we haven't had coronavirus in the country. I think we managed to like exterminate it um, unintentionally. So it's it's completely gone. But but leading into the whole pandemic, we didn't know what to expect. Um, for us, it's just, it's it, it seems it's very horrible. I feel horrible saying it, but it's had such a positive effect on our industry in the sense that we've seen some incredible growth and we've seen some incredible transitions and pivoting from other businesses that never had online presence in in australia that have now come online um so yeah we 2020 is definitely not a year i would have been able to tell you here had you asked me in january um 2020 what it was going to look like i would not have said um anywhere near as what what had happened and even as i said when we first got the first waves of coronavirus we just we weren't you know majority of our clients are small business and small enterprise and they were the ones that were affected cafes you know restaurants that closed and had to close and we weren't really sure how that was going to affect us as a hosting provider um and it was the complete opposite they have now pivoted to, to online services to ordering online ordering um and to building websites and functional you know functional online services that we we power and some of those lo and behold are running in wordpress to bring the title back together and and it's so and i know that i really want to make it really really obvious that wordpress is was deemed as as quite hobbyist. However, it's now, you know, one of Australia's largest news websites um, is actually powered by WordPress. So it's it's pretty crazy when you actually think about that and you actually think about who's using WordPress out there and what they're using it for um, and how they're making it mold and fit. So yeah, it's definitely out of the box. It is, yeah, sure, hobbyist. It's, it's easy to install. The, the barrier to entry is low, but it's so incredibly flexible um, that I, I would be very, you know, remiss to, to discredit as a hobbyist because of its because of its complexity that you can make it achieve, um, and yet yeah, for one of Australia's largest websites to news news organisations to be running on it is pretty insane and pretty crazy. Um, but yeah, no twenty twenty twenty. Let's yeah, let's never let's never have that again. I'm very much looking forward to the uh, very much looked forward to the end of twenty twenty, and very much looking forward to the end of the whole 
um, pandemic, but it's definitely been an interesting time for for us. You know, the we had the whole work from home, we had the transitioning uh, and the and the pivoting, but then also for our clients um, to pivot to the online space. And I imagine that you know across the industry, we've we've all we've we've all been there. We've, we can all tell our stories about how it impacted us and how it's affected us. But you know, for our industry specifically, um, without trying to sound it like a a positive spin, there were definitely positives that we learned from it and it's positive, positives that have come out of it. Your clients, what are they looking for most now coming through 2020 and, and into the new normal? What are they looking for out of a hosting platform? The the biggest thing they're looking for is what they don't know. And I'll context that around in full circle. And I think TJ touched on it earlier as well with the whole clothing and staging is a lot of people don't realise the complexities that are, not even the complexities, I suppose that maintenance aspect and keeping things up to date within WordPress until they are, unfortunately, there is a hack on the website, the website's down and defaced, um, and then the hosting provider us gets the call and, you know, have to pick up the pieces. And, and, and after that, it's kind of a lesson for them to learn. So now people who know, who know are looking for staging and looking for cloning and looking for that functionality and people that don't know it it's our job as web hosting providers to expose it and to show them and to teach them and to i suppose educate them as to why this functionality exists and why it's important that they you know should be able they shouldn't be scared to click the update button they shouldn't even better they shouldn't even be worrying about updates it should be automatic it should be happening exactly like it does with your browser exactly like it does with your computer it should be happening automatically so that you automatically cover but in the event that you want to make a change you want to deploy you know you have a plugin that you need to update that's you know materially changing something on your website you want to have an easy way where you in a couple of clicks can set up a staging environment test these changes and then if you're happy with them push it to a production environment and customers that don't that don't know about this and don't know about the ramifications that can happen from not having up to date plugins or not testing things will eventually learn so it's our job as web hosting providers to teach them about these function about this functionality before they need it so they never know that they need it because they're already using it but for people who already know because they've 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 got the scars of their journey they are, they are looking for this and they're specifically looking for this. So it's a, so a double-edged. You've got half the user base that are specifically looking for this functionality and half the user base that don't know that they're looking for it but definitely will need it and do need it. Um, and it's our job to, to educate them and to, I suppose, highlight why they need this. And this, of course, would lead to the next question, which is about security, right? Because, I mean, this is the biggest issue. We're hearing about breaches and, and ransomware happening every single day and WordPress being such a, a large target. How do you as a customer or TJ, how do you as a deliverer address people's concerns about overall uh, cybersecurity with regards to the safety of their web presence? The, the, the security really with WordPress sites is, is multifolded. Uh, one, staying up to date is going to just naturally provide you with those security fixes that are released from WordPress uh, itself. Same with your plugins and your themes. Keeping everything up to date is very critical to, to avoiding those breaches. Uh, and that's why our, our smart updates is, is really important in helping people feel comfortable doing that. But another attribute of WordPress Toolkit is the security measures that it implies. Uh, so I mentioned that a lot of research was done on the market as this product was being built, and it's continuing to be done on where security vulnerabilities are being uh, made through, whether it's like HT access settings or different types of configurations within your WordPress site or your WordPress directory. And it's making those recommendation, recommendations to the users of WordPress Toolkit to say, hey, this could cause this type of vulnerability please select this option and make it 
you know, part of your WordPress site so that it's now protected. And we'll continue to do research and discovery in these security areas and add new elements to that security checker uh, as they arise. But that that's fundamentally where WordPress Toolkit comes in and says, hey, we noticed this is potentially going to be a vulnerability for your site. Please click this button. And it's as easy as that to secure up that avenue where breaches could come in possibly. Yeah, you're right, TJ. It's, a, it's completely about preemptive, like being preemptive and providing that guidance to those end users. And whether they're C-level executives that had had an agency that's running that that built their WordPress, but then essentially entrust them to manage, entrust you know the, the organization itself to manage it. Really, they're not experts in it. So having this advanced functionality that can kind of look at it and say, what are some of the preemptive measures you can take to protect it, is exactly where it's heading in the future. And, and one thing I really, really like from our development team, I can't take any credit for, but on that, that security recommendation screen, they do a really good job of simplifying what's actually happening in the background and explaining to the user. So if you don't know what HT access is, they'll let you know in this description and really breaks it down and says it keeps it simple so that uh, the most novice of WordPress users can come in and realize where those vulnerabilities may be and realize what uh potentially uh, could happen if they apply this this blocker to to that uh, that breach area. So what would you say, either of you, with regards to an organization that already has a well-established web presence and probably a complicated one, a legacy system, migrating across to a WordPress platform completely fresh from what they currently have? What sort of challenge are we looking at with that kind of undertaking? You said the key word. You said the legacy platform. Legacy platforms in itself have incredible overhead in operational expenditure and maintaining it and ensuring it's up to date. And then you're you know, dependent on vendors that may have vendor locking or, or certain attributes of their own proprietary CMS or their own proprietary web platforms that you're then you're a victim of and you're chained to that. Whereas using something like WordPress, even though it may be a, an operation to turn an existing website over to a WordPress website may seem like it's a daunting one, but once you start that journey, it's actually not that difficult. And then that way you're using products like WordPress, like cPanel's WordPress Toolkit that help that journey along the way, make it easy. And the great thing about WordPress is that it is so supported, globally supported, that you're with vendor ABC that's actually hosting your website that you may not like, or you may be having service delivery issues, you can move that quite easily. Whereas if you're with a vendor lock-in, um, you know, if you're with a website platform that's got a vendor lock-in, uh, then you can't. You are stuck with that vendor the same way you would be stuck with the provider of that platform if it was, you know, transposable. So this way you're kind of keeping your options open, which puts a lot of stress on, not a stress, but a lot more, I suppose, credibility on the hosting provider to be able to, to keep their service top-notch because there's no, there's no lock-in. There's no, you want to maintain stickiness with your clients uh, through avenues of, of being a better provider, not avenues of blocking from a product. I think you're, you're right. It really, it's going to depend on where you're coming from. Um, but going back to the WordPress community, because uh, I actually looked into this a few years ago, like there are all, all kinds of tools that have been generated to get your content out of, you know, XYZ platform or even a custom platform, convert it to XML files and then, you know, import it into to WordPress. Uh, there is going to be that initial hitch, of course, of always getting the site started again moving in your marketing and your branding material and, and maybe having to rebuild it depending on where you're coming from and how custom it was. Uh, but I, I definitely agree with Angelo. Once you get it in there, uh, I think you're going to want to stay because you're going to find the community and all the tools that are available to you now uh, just make it so much easier to do all this other type of management in the future. 
So to close, I asked them whether they had any final points or observations, possibly some advice for organizations that may be considering following the WordPress path. All I would continue to say is that the WordPress community is continuing to grow. And from the WordCamps that I've gone to um, and been at, they're all, everyone is very, very, as cliche as it sounds, everyone is very friendly and willing to share advice and experiences and lessons that they've learned. So if you are delving into the WordPress community as a start, don't be afraid because everyone is really quite welcoming and you just can pop anything into Google and append WordPress to it if you're trying to achieve something and, and guarantee out there there'll be a community for it or a sub-community or something that exists. So don't honestly, don't be afraid. And, and if you're building something from fresh, WordPress is quite, and using functionality like WordPress Toolkit, it's quite easy to just blow it away and start again or to clone it and to, to break it. And then if you've broken it, then delete that staging environment and clone again. And, and that's the functionality is the best way to learn is, is to play with it. So don't be afraid. Expanding on the, that aspect as well, uh, you know, one thing that's very unique about the WordPress community is we have those novice users. Everyone, you know, always kind of has, has this urge, I think, to make a site. And so they need to try it on some platform. And, and a lot of them do try it on WordPress. But then we have, you know, we have developers that build sites for a living. Maybe it's their own site. Maybe they're doing it commercially. And then even a level above that where we have agencies that are a group of developers and a, a whole business built around building sites. And, and they're doing it all through WordPress. And so, uh, you know, WordPress Toolkit is going to continue to focus on all three subsets of the community and all the different types of users that the community has and try to make life easier. Uh, we just added a feature recently that's actually going to give the user a, a, a tracking log of all the changes that they've made to their site so that if anything were to go wrong, maybe they they reverted uh, a clone or, or they, they applied a change that they didn't mean to do, they can have this log and they can find it. And that's kind of just where we want to head with this product in general is we want to make sure that we keep making it easier for everyone, all levels of users that are using WordPress. You can find out more about cPanel by visiting cPanel.net, C-P-A-N-E-L.net. And Ventra IP is available at ventraip, V-E-N-T-R-A-I-P.com.au. And as for us, you can check us out at cloudtweaks.com and follow us on Twitter at cloudtweaks. If your company is looking for some great exposure to thousands of decision makers in the IT, cloud and related industries worldwide, please get in touch. We can craft a campaign that will get you noticed through our website, social media and newsletter channels, all of which enjoy substantial readership. If you like what you hear, please consider leaving a review wherever you get your podcasts and tell just one more person about us. Until next time, I'm Steve Prentice. Stay safe and thanks for listening.